Hello and welcome to Ishan's Book Chat Podcast. My name is Ishan Bradley, and my podcasts are focused on presenting and chatting about amazing books I've recently read. In today's podcast, I'll be talking about an incredible work of fiction titled Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. First and foremost, special thanks to my elementary school teacher, Mr. Cody Ewart, for introducing me to the simply outstanding book. In Where the Red Fern Grows, a man named Billy helps a hound being attacked by other neighborhood dogs. The incident causes him to have a flashback to when he was 10 years old and living with his family in the Ozark Mountains. Back then, more than anything else in the world, Billy wanted a pair of hounds for hunting coons but his parents could not afford to buy the dogs. One day, Billy sees a magazine ad for hunting dogs and comes up with a plan to start saving money he earns doing various jobs to buy the dogs himself. After saving for two years, he has enough money and asks his grandfather to help him purchase the dogs. Instead of waiting for a ride, Billy then chooses to walk over 20 miles each way to and from another town to collect his dogs on what would turn out to be a difficult journey. Billy subsequently names his dogs Old Nan and Little Ann, and with the help of his grandfather, teaches them how to hunt for coons. The dogs are very loyal to each other and to Billy. They quickly become excellent hunters. Billy and his dogs then embark on a series of coon hunting adventures filled with challenges, obstacles, and dangers that will test their skills, strength, determination, and loyalties to the limit. In Where the Red Fern Grows, the author Wilson Rawls focuses on a central idea, which is that if at first you don't succeed, don't give up, keep trying. I think this is an important message because we all face problems and setbacks in life and it is important that we don't get discouraged. Instead, we should remain positive and not give up on finding solutions. There are multiple examples in the book where the main character, Billy, faces faces difficult challenges but refuses to give up and ultimately succeeds. For example, Billy's parents couldn't afford the dogs he really wanted. He didn't give up on getting them, though. It would take a long time to save the money to get the dogs, but Billy was patient and worked hard doing odd jobs for two years to earn the money. Another example was when Billy had to make a trap to catch a coon so he could use a skin to train his dogs. For days, he would eagerly, for days he eagerly checked this trap, but it would be empty. Billy started to become discouraged, but he wouldn't totally give up. He kept using the same trap over and over for a week until he finally caught a coon and was able to train his dogs. A third example of the don't give up message was when Billy was chopping down a huge tree for several days because he had promised his dogs that when they got a coon up in a tree, he would do the rest. Even though Billy was very tired, his hands were blistered, and he was in a lot of pain, he continued to chop down the tree so he wouldn't disappoint his dogs. 
I enjoy reading stories like this because it's easy because it is easy for me to want to give up when the going gets tough. However, I draw strength and inspiration to keep going when I read messages like this one from Wilson Rawls. I hope it also inspires you listeners out there who are currently dealing with difficult situations. I'd like to spend some time talking about Billy's character. He is a complex person given his young age and has several personality traits that I admire. For example, he really wanted a pair of hunting dogs, but his parents couldn't afford them. Billy is very determined by nature and saves his own money for two years to buy the hounds and walks over 20 miles each way to collect them. I have saved money for long periods of time to, or just long periods to get things I wanted, and I feel it's important to be tenacious and to not give up if you truly want something. Billy is also described as being independent in the story. In general, he doesn't accept help if he hasn't asked for it. In one instance, he was very tired and in pain from trying to cut down a big sycamore tree. His dogs had treed a coon. However, he would not accept help from his dad to cut down the tree. I feel it's important to start becoming independent at an early age and admire Billy for having this trait. Being tenacious and independent are strong traits, but there is also a softer side to Billy. He is also a caring person. He cares a lot for his family and even for the coons he hunts. At one point, when Billy's dogs killed the coon that was in the large sycamore tree, Billy was described as having sorrow in his heart. This tells me he really cared and was sad the animal's life was over. I feel it's good for a person to have empathy for others. Finally, Billy is a courageous person. There were several times in the story when Billy's dogs got in trouble while hunting and needed help. Billy would not hesitate to rescue them, even if it meant risking his own life. One example of his courage was when Billy had to save Will Ann from falling off a ledge she was barely clinging to by breaking through the ice in a frozen lake and almost being submerged in ice-cold water to to reach her. Billy has many other admirable traits, but I feel his independence and and tenacity, along with his caring and courageous behavior, really show what an amazing person he is. At one point in Where the Red Fern Grows, Billy kills a coon and feels sorrowful that the animal is dead. This tells me... This tells me he believes that all life has value, and it is certainly sad when a person or even an animal dies. I once had a goldfish and was sad when it died, not just because I cared for it, but also because I knew it would no longer be a part of this world. In another section of the book, a boy named Reuben, who had been mean to Billy, died unexpectedly. Even though Reuben had treated him awfully, Billy still felt sad he had died. I'm sure most of us feel bad when someone dies. It saddens me a lot. 
that a lot of people are currently dying in our world due to the coronavirus pandemic. An important question to ask is how do you deal with sadness when someone dies? I feel this is an important question to ask because more people than usual are currently dying and many people are having a hard time coping with their grief. We all cope in different ways. Some of us cry to relieve the stress. Others lean on others, um, other friends for support. And some find comfort in their religious faith. However, others don't know how to cope and struggle with their grief. For me, the love and support of my family and friends always make me feel better. What are some ways you deal with the sadness of death? I look forward to hearing your comments. For the most part, I really liked Where the Red Fern Grows. Wilson Rawls is a talented writer and keeps the reader engaged with fast-paced adventure and excitement throughout the story. Billy, the main character, faces many obstacles, first in his quest to obtain two hounds for his hunt for hunting coons and subsequently during his hunting adventures with the dogs. On multiple occasions, Billy faces danger, such as when he has to rescue his dogs from near-fatal situations. Billy is also driven and shows perseverance and grit as he struggles to fulfill his dogs, as well as his own expectations. I like that the author presents Billy in this manner because I think many readers, including myself, will find Billy's traits to be inspiring. I do have some issues with this book, though, because it presented a range of emotions in the characters that took me from being very happy to suddenly being very sad. For example, in one part of the story, Billy is trying to win a bet against two other characters, the Pritchard Boys. Billy wins the bet despite being bullied by the boys, which made me happy, but in an instant, the story switched to a graphic description of the accidental death of one of the Pritchard boys, which shocked and saddened me. In addition, for the most part, Where the Red Fern Grows is told from Billy's perspective, and it would have been nice to get perspectives from some of the other characters to learn more about them. Billy's sisters come to mind, for example. Overall, though, I find this book to be fascinating and worth reading. I would definitely recommend it because it is very well written and keeps the reader engaged with multiple twists and turns. It contains elements of success, failure, hardship, and tragedy, which I feel many of us can identify with. I think people of all ages, from preteens to adults, would enjoy reading this book and urge you to take time to do so. This concludes today's book chat of Where the Red Fern Grows by Wilson Rawls. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I look forward to reading your comments. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Eshawn Bradley, signing off.